0: Hello, everyone and welcome to this month in music for the month of June 2021. I'm your host, my name is Tyler, and I am once again joined by the boys. We've got Brennan.
1: What's going on, folks?
0: And we have also wearing a blue shirt today, apparently. I didn't I didn't get the memo that it was blue shirt day, but it's Kyle!
2: <laughs> it's me. Blue shirt.
0: Hey. You guys coordinated without me, apparently.
2: Yeah, happened. Glasses and blue shirt and like beard and mustache a like we are like really set and mics are both like on the same side wow. like wow oh, it really yeah. is unless things get flipped then it'll be weird but that's yeah. nah, whatever i don't know no. why it'd get flipped
1: but <laughs> <would say> we're, <laughs> running yeah. us through OBS should be all right
2: facts i don't know don't flip oh, me because now you can make me look stupid and oh you can i can flip oh, I'm, yeah. doing
0: this. I'm flipping you and i'm flipping you in post right now no and you're reversed and for the rest and- of the episode oh shit gonna be fun it's times awesome. you know what else is gonna be fun times talking about all the hot cool music that came out in the month of june um Ooh. holy shit there were a lot of singles that came oh, yeah, out yeah, there not a lot of albums for us but uh a lot of singles so that's gonna be i still don't know what my single of the month is gonna be but we have, we have like a whole hour to get to that so i will try to decide oh, yeah. while we do the show <laughs> uh but first off we gotta start its main segment it's news uh <laughs> here comes the the, news. the moments that hit us the hardest that we want to talk about before we get into anything else and first topic memphis may fire Ooh. released a new single
1: oh shit. toward the
0: beginning of the month i think and boy i was not excited at all when i saw that pop up in my new releases i was like man This is probably going to piss me off because, you know, anybody who's kept up with Memphis May Fire knows that they haven't been good for a minute. Uh, Their last two albums were absolute duds. The last one was like, okay, at best. The one before that was like just the worst thing I've ever listened to. So, (laughs) yeah, the fact that they managed to release a song that actually sounds good. Is incredible (laughs) and it makes me so happy. Uh, it it feels like they're kind of like going back to their roots a little bit. It's not like as heavy as some of their like really old stuff, but it is definitely more in that vein than the last few albums have been. And I am super here for it. Um, the single, if you haven't heard it already, is called uh Blood and Water,
1: I think. Yeah, Blood and Water. Yeah. And, man,
0: it's a good time. They even brought back, like, the old school logo, too. Like, they're fully embracing that they're just, like, they're going back to the old style. We're just going to pretend that, like, the last however many years didn't happen, and Memphis Made Fire's back, man. I'm happy about it.
2: They're back and they're rolling, baby. Hell, Hell yeah. Here in the flesh. <laughs>
0: what did you guys I'm, think I, of the
2: single? I'm actually interested in them. That's kind of what I thought about yeah. the single at all. Like, I, <laughs> it has been legitimately an eon since i've cared enough to like think about the name memphis mayfire yeah and this single when because i i don't i care so little that i didn't know it came out until like a week ago and then you guys were like oh yeah i want to talk about this and i was like why do you want to talk about what and i and i listened to it and it's very tasty i was really happy with it like you said like with the logo and everything bringing it back together it just felt I don't know, like, how purposeful it was, but, like, they really just lead into the nostalgia, I got kind of to me, and it, like, it resonated in a nice little warm place in my heart, and I'm interested to see what happens next, I guess, because I, I, this is so unexpected. I know, like, right? I, I, I feel like, even though I've known about this for, like, like I said, like a week now, I still don't know how to feel, because, like... Do I trust them to keep doing this? No, but like <laughs> they could, and it'd be cool. and then I'd care. But like I, what I'm gonna say one thing is just not like got me all the way back into it yet, but we'll see mm-hmm. what happens.
1: I guess like <sighs> Memphis May Fire always had this ability to like kind of have like a southern like metal kind of style. Uh, they really incorporate like sleepwalking is like totally southern metal. Yeah. Um, the hollow, you know, they went more towards like a like a metalcore kind of sound. Um, and then like Challenger and Unconditional after that were both like pretty much extensions of that. But like I can't remember what the hell the albums. Oh, This, this Light, Light, Light I, hold. I Hold. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't even know the album after that. But This Light I Hold was so like monotonal. And I remember, like, listening through the entire album and, like, didn't feel a fucking thing. Don't remember. I think the only song I remember is Carry On. And that's because yeah. it was, like, a single that I kind of liked, but not really.
0: Yeah, Carry On was, like, the peak of that album, which is really saying something. Because that song is, yeah. like, average compared to their other stuff.
1: Average at best. And, yeah. like, with, like, the southern guitars, with, like, the drumming, like, and Maddie Mullins always really had a really like awesome way of writing like extremely good and catchy melodies like mm-hmm. in choruses. Like the hooks were always fantastic. Like everything from his aspect was so well written. And then they took like a complete step away from that. And they're like, okay, like we'll have parts that sound like they're leading up to breakdowns. And then boom, blue balled. Yeah like <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> we'll was have... like
0: that was my description of the album uh for this light I hold when it came out. I was like if you like getting blue for like an hour straight, then this is the album for that- you. Cause you keep thinking a breakdown's gonna come and it never fucking does. And then
1: <laughs> I can't even remember what the album was called after that. Like
0: it was—I think it was like an EP. I don't even know if it was a full album, but like I don't remember what it was called either. I just see, know there even, was one song on it that was like really gang chanty, and it made me laugh really hard. Uh, and that's probably not the response that they were looking for. <laughs> like, like I mean, even
1: huh? even on that, like Maddie Mullins really like like his like writing ability, completely tanked. Like I remember one, I can't remember what the song's called, but there was one chorus that like stuck out to me that I'm like, this is horrendous. Yeah. Like, like they have completely like regressed from like the levels that they had reached in previous years. I mean, a long time ago now. I mean, shit, Challenger's like coming up on 10 years old. The Hollow's 10 years old. Yeah. We're fucking old. (laughs) But like Blood and Water, I mean, to me, it kind of sounds like it's straight out of 2015, but like like old school memphis may fire fans this is like right up their alley right like like for me this was like such a neat throwback such a neat like revisiting of everything they were good at like we're great at this let's not do this for two whole albums but then we'll come (laughs) back to this with a single like six years after we've like come out with shit like this before yeah it it doesn't make any sense but the song is really good
0: yeah like, I, I think that they kind of learned their lesson with, like, the new style was not well received, because, like, because, I mean, like, he didn't even sound like himself in those albums. Like, I was under the impression that he destroyed his voice or something and just couldn't do anything anymore, because, like, This Let I Hold, he didn't do his clean vocals very clean, and he never did unclean vocals. He just did this weird, like, butt rock in between that just sounded bad, yeah. and, like, now they're back to like their main style. And I think that like, I mean, even when we saw them at Warp Tour and they were like, <laughs> yeah, so like we have to play some new music off the album. Uh, you can purchase it anywhere for free on pirating sites. Uh, we know you don't like it, uh, just, uh, just bear with us for a minute. And then they yeah, had like, to play one, and then they just went back to playing old stuff. Like, they were, they were fully aware of the reception like, on It blew was
1: my mind very, whenever they so. opened with the center, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is I, this?
0: Because Kyle and I were sitting in the back, because we didn't want yep. to, like, be a part of, like, the new shit. And then they opened with the center, and it was crazy, and, like, us... And, like, a thousand other people tried rushing the stage and then got kicked yep. out by security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was mind blown. I'm like... Uh, and then it was, like, it was probably, like, four or five songs in. They were like, oh, well, sorry, guys. We got to play a song off the new record. You know, we know you don't like it, but it is what it is. And Like, they yeah. got through it. And then I think they went back to, like, I don't know, Vices or something. like.
0: Yeah, yeah. They played, like, Vices and a couple other things. Like, and, like,
1: Prove Me Right or whatever.
0: shockingly like, good set. And shockingly now they seem to be making like shockingly good music again so i hope that they keep that up i'm excited Same. i never thought i would say this but i am excited to hear more of what memphis, memphis may fire has <laughs> planned something wow. i've not been able to say since i became a fan of memphis Mayfire. Pro-
1: probably since like stay the course yeah that was in i reality. think that was the last Which is... song
0: they released since i became a fan in like 2014
1: 15. yeah so you're talking like so, six years
0: yeah <laughs> so okay. wow yeah that was definitely a highlight of the month that i was not expecting another yeah. really unexpected highlight of this month uh our boy andy cizik sizik i don't know how to pronounce his name still uh, no, he has not. it written phonetically in his instagram bio and i still don't know Uh, but he did his second ever, which I didn't know he did this the first time, but he did a, like a live stream concert thing from his bedroom where he just did covers of a bunch of DGD songs. And as everybody knows on this channel, we are huge DGD stands and we love Andy Sizzik in multiple forms. So like, obviously I was going to witness this. Kyle happened to, to be visiting when the stream uh, it was airing. He actually walked in the door right
2: right when yeah. the stream started. I, it was kind of I, kind of crazy. I, I walked in and I, I had totally forgotten what day it was and I was like, literally on my drive to your place, I was like, I wonder when that Andy Sizzik thing is. And I, I remember them saying, I hope I didn't miss it. And then I pulled in and I walked in your door and I saw like the countdown to like <laughs> two minutes left before yeah. the stream started and I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, Perfect.
0: <laughs> and it was incredible. Like, yeah. holy shit. He did like a better job than I was even expecting him to. And it was like, it was mad impressive because he was doing the cleans and the uncleans yeah. and just transitioning between them like seamlessly. And honestly, hot take kind of sounded better than John Mess in certain certain points. It was kind of kind of wild. Yeah. He has yeah, very depending. nice uncleans. Uh, yeah. He was even, like, like throwing in, like, his own uncleans and stuff. Like, sometimes he would, like, go from, like, one of, like, the Tillian high notes and just transition it into, like, a scream at the end, and it sounded so good, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is, this is amazing. Like, I yeah. I was expecting it to be good, but, like, shit, man, that was, that was awesome. I wish he would just release, like, a cover album or something so I could mm. listen to that, like, more often. Because I will never be able to experience this ever again. It was just a live stream, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, I mean, Kyle. I think we kind of shared like the same sentiments. Yeah. But what are For you? The what did part. you? What did you think?
2: I I was just like stupid, stupid impressed, like that he did so much of that so well. Uh, I will agree with you that I think some of those John Mess parts he did better, depending on the era of John Mess. Yeah. Because depending. as anyone who's watched our channel knows, we'd like have mixed feelings about the certain eras of John mess and DGD (laughs) uh, and the way that he chose to scream. But uh, I really, I, I, the point I was going to make that you made Tyler was that uh, like the, the moments where he kind of like just added like his own, like little transition bits where he would like start with one or the other and then transition, like either from clean to to unclean vocals or vice versa. And I was just like, cause like I was already impressed with how well he was doing with like Tillian vocals. And like yeah. when he would do the John Mess vocals, how well he's doing with that. And then to like also be talented enough to like smoothly transition for the most part. That was the other thing actually I like that you, that you didn't mention was that like, he was really honest he wasn't oh, yeah. trying to whole like act, like put on a big act thing. Like he would like go for a note, and he'd be like, "No!" And <laughs> he, like I was like, "That I do that when I try you to know? see, I do it too." So I, I just and he would like people would ask him to do something. He's like, huh, "Are you kidding me?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was. I awesome. just remember.
0: <laughs> I remember he started prisoner, and he was just like. Good luck to me with these Tillion <laughs> yeah. lyrics. And then, like, he actually managed to hit, like, some of, like, the super high notes. It was really impressive. Yeah. Um, he, and he then, admitted. like, after it ended, he was like, uh, just so you know, I had to take all that, like, half an octave down because Tillian yeah. is a fucking freak. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like,
2: yeah, that's <clears throat> fair. That's fair. Um, But, yeah, no, I was just mad impressed. I ho- like you said, I hope he does something like it again or even releases something because I... Uh my expectations were passed. I guess that's my yeah, big thing. Like definitely. I was he did a lot even better than I thought he would, and I already thought he was gonna do great, so Mwah. delicious. I love Yes.
0: Brennan, did you get a chance to watch it? Uh
1: no, I have not. I uh I kind of missed like when it was coming out. Um, which totally on me. <laughs> but I, I have seen a lot of his covers. Like I did watch his like prisoner cover, on the run, uh Inspire the Liars. Like mm-hmm. the dude is like super gifted yeah and like even even if he doesn't like even if he doesn't nail a tillion note i mean he does take it like that half octave down but like still like it's like the best attempt i've heard of someone attempting to do it thus far right yeah so mad respect to the dude and and his uncleans like surprisingly good yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: like i uh he he is one of my favorite vocalists for sure i mean i've always liked him but especially like over the past couple years where i've gotten into more of his like projects and and started following him a lot closer like he's definitely one of my favorite vocalists of all time he is just so crazy talented um and you know who else is talented i'm really nailing these segues today uh our boy mark ribier not ribble riblay as we've been saying
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, Rebier. Re-
2: yeah, Rebier. Uh, so all, he's like, all 12 he's like of you who have heard French. us
0: mispronounce his name this whole time, yeah. now you know we were wrong. And you know how of we course. know we we're wrong? Because he said his own name at the end of a German uh, supermarket commercial that he was in that was fucking wild. And Holy I shit. don't understand it. And I had, I had to make it the final point of the news segment because like (laughs) i don't know i mean he's a weird guy he makes some weird stuff that's why we love him
2: (laughs) a how did a german (laughs)
0: supermarket reach out to him to be in this commercial b whose idea was it to just have mark ribier playing piano on produce and, and <laughs> singing for like three whole minutes. Like, are commercials in Germany typically that long? Because that, oh just, yeah, that was a long commercial. Yeah, it was like uh, two it was minutes. like a full length like, song. Uh, I don't really know what to say about it. But Kyle, I know you probably have a lot to say about it since you're the Mark Ribier guy.
2: Yeah, I. I was so caught off guard. Like, this <laughs> happened, like, what? Like, literally, like two days ago or something. Yeah, it was only a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was right at the end of the month. He was like, I'm at a commercial in Germany. And then there was just a link. And I was like, What the fuck? And uh, it's like, it's a supermarket called Adeka, I guess is what it is. And uh, the commercial is technically c- called Supermark. And he's at the ah. supermarket. And he has a robot that says Supermark on it. And he goes around and he Takes a bunch of wires and he plugs them into fruits, and then he plays the fruits and all the different stuff. And the schmunt, isn't that what it was that he was looking for? The schmunt? yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> I I think that's what it was. I don't even know what that is. Like I'm so uncultured, <laughs> I don't. And he says he's gonna use to make a baked potato. I don't know what's happening. Um, and then like there's like all these crazy transitions where like it zooms into his mouth, and then he's like in this ethereal plane playing even more like fruits and produce and. Yeah. God man. It I sort of felt
0: like an old spice ad on acid. It like... kind of did.
2: <laughs> and I just I I have the same question as you, Tyler. How? How did this happen? Who <laughs> I I wanna do stuff with this supermarket that they're willing to do stuff like this. That's awesome. Right. ADECA is fucking rad. I've never even seen a store that's titled like named DECA and I want to go there in, in well, Germany.
1: Germany. <laughs> yeah, it's because they're
2: in Germany. I've never seen it before, and I want to go there. I want, I want to go there. Um, I
0: want to go and buy vegetables at in Germany at that specific supermarket <sighs> just because Marc Ribier played piano on a zucchini. <laughs>
1: that shit crack like you see him like stabbing like the fruits <laughs> like all the veggies yeah. and shit and he starts <laughs> like tapping up like his like fucking like pad and like turntable and shit <laughs> like.
2: and then he, he fucking he's like is that candy he's like i'm gonna play that candy <laughs> and he's just like hitting the candy out of the air <laughs> it's, just it's so that. weird it
0: is the weirdest i mean like he's done some of the weirdest shit that i've ever seen in general and this tops it i think this might be the weirdest thing he's ever done
2: yeah i don't i don't know i it's wild i i i just feel like this is so out of left field because like he does weird stuff right like he has like all these crazy clips online that you can find of him like doing like saying these crazy things at like live concerts but like this is just the collab no one expected right um (laughs) but speaking of collabs (laughs) (laughs) Haha, <laughs> guess who else is good at segues? Whoa! Fuck uh, oh yeah, Mark Make a segway a. fly across the screen. Whoa, that was cool. There it went. Wow. What what a beautiful <laughs> segway. Um <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is technically the segway in the Kyle's YouTube corner, wouldn't it be? Cause yes. like Mark and Mark and YouTube and he makes YouTube videos.
1: Play the trailer. I won! I two I skid do, but it is <laughs> Whoa, we're
2: here. Whoa. <laughs> we're so here, frankly. We made Surprise. it. We're in here. Segway, with the Segway drug us right into the Kyle's YouTube corner. It's It didn't drag us. We didn't ride it. It actually just hit us in. Really oh, hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. very blunt force push into the corner. And we might have concussions. But you know who doesn't have a concussion? Mark Rebier, And he did a collab. <laughs> and it was with a guy named Harry Mack. And... I don't know who Harry Mack is. I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't know him before this video. But this video he did with him where the two of them, I think the stream that they did together went like two hours long where they just improv together. And I think those are some of the most interesting streams that Mark Rebier does is because he has to like go off of someone while he's improv Like just recently, like I think like three days ago also, he did a stream with Reggie Watts and flying lotus the guy that did the soundtrack for the anime yasuke on netflix weirdest collabs ever like but he that like
0: might be the randomest amalgamation of people yeah <laughs> i have ever it, heard It, of. Was, but is it a shit stack?
2: I, ooh, <laughs> I uh i listened to it today and it was so good but anyways what i'm getting at is he did a collab with harry mac and it was very tasty and they had a song in it that i don't remember the name of because it didn't come out on the streaming platforms move so your i don't body, have body wasn't it move your, bo- oh, let's move your body oh yeah. Because
0: they you're said so that like 30,000 times. That's the only right. way I
2: remember it. You said it, I immediately heard them go, move your body, ah, move your body. And I was like, oh yeah, that's it. Um, And it's so good. And Tyler and I watched it together, right? And we were like, wow, this Harry Mack guy is like stupid talented at coming up with like just freestyle raps off the top of his head. So we were like, wonder what else Harry Mack has done. And you remember that day that we mentioned that Tyler and I hang out, hung out to, to watch Andy Sizzik? We also then... Searched Harry Mack. And we found that at the beginning of June... So it is June. It's it's, it's this episode. (laughs) June 2nd, I believe it was. He hit a million subscribers on his YouTube channel. So Harry Mack did what I thought was the unthinkable. And he did a 10-hour long, non-stop freestyle stream. This man (laughs) went 10 hours. And Tyler and I skimmed through it to see... like. Does he get up? What is the situation? How is this possible? Does he breathe? And, <laughs> and he doesn't. He doesn't get up. He never got up once. But he has like a ton of water bottles lined up, or somebody bring them to him. I don't know. And he just like every once in a while I'll take a sip, and the beat will change like every like three to five minutes, and he'll like breathe there and then go into the next thing. But it's just that for five hours, and then on top of that. He has people donate to him where he, like, reads the donation and, like, incorporates the donation into the freestyle rap and then comes up with a rhyme for it. All, like, non-stop. Yeah. It is absurd. It
0: was the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen in my life. Because I was in disbelief that this even happened. It was, like, 10-hour freestyle. I was like, there has to be a catch. There's no way he just freestyles for 10 straight hours. But he did it. And I was like, well, if he does do it, it has to like lose some quality at a certain point, right? And it didn't. It was, we would skip ahead and sometimes it got better. It was like, oh, yeah. It, the man it like is insane. I don't understand how someone has the brain power to think up like rhymes with stuff that quickly, like in time to a random beat and like. Sometimes he was just spitting out words like 100 miles an hour. And some of the lyrics were actually, like, really, really, really good. And I'm like, what the fuck? This dude is insane. Like,
2: this man has the highest IQ on planet Earth, probably. (laughs) Holy shit. We were at, like, the six-hour, seven-hour mark and still going, oh, my God! Like, like some of the stuff he was doing. It was absurd. It was so crazy, man. So, if you... Don't know who Harry Mack is and you want to, because I know you want to look him up and watch that video and watch his other stuff because he's really talented. Like, holy shit. So I'm going to keep an eye on him and I'll let you know if he does stuff because now he's going to be in the YouTube corner. Welcome to the YouTube corner, Harry Mack. Holy crap. <laughs> he's in. In like, in the most stupendous fashion, he got into the corner. Like, Good wow. Shirt, Harry Mack. Yeah. That was like, just, <clears throat> I cannot fathom. Just Um,
1: 10 hours of flow state. That's all it it was. was. It it really was.
2: It was fucking bonkers. Um, So while we're in the YouTube corner, I'm going to enlighten you about all the crazy fucking singles I had this month because there was a lot here too. Um, We'll start with some we haven't heard from in a while. Family Jewels re-enters the scene because mainly he's been covering uh, songs from the, the game Friday Night Funkin'. And uh I don't know a lot about that game. And so every time it is a cover of it, it sounds good, but I don't really know anything about it, so I don't include it. So from, from Check what those I out because
0: I think it's like a like a, it's a rhythm flash
2: game. game. Yeah, it's like a flash like, rhythm thing.
0: Yeah, it's like a rhythm game in the style of like Parappa the Rapper, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's very, all about
0: a guy yeah. named boyfriend trying to have sex with a person named girlfriend. Is and that if it? You, yeah, that's the plot. <laughs> And then, if if you do good, you bone. Oh, wow. And then you have to go, you have to like have the battles against like. Her dad who's like Satan or something and a bunch Hmm. of like weird shit it's a weird game
2: it's a cool game it seems neat but I haven't really checked it out so I haven't really checked out the songs but when I have they've been groovy so check those out if you want to Um, but the song that he did cover that I like a lot that I got very excited that he did is dog song from Undertale and obviously that is just like the most important thing ever because it's dog song and if you've ever seen anything about Undertale you know how important dog song is and he just recently got a new puppy and he features the puppy in it many times. He's shredding his guitar and he has like the puppy in a satchel, like right here up against the top of the guitar. And he's like, yeah, dog. And the dog's like,
1: wow, and it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Impressive. And the, song,
2: the song ends with him with the little pup barking too, which I mean, is just like icing on the cake. Um, icing on the cake. Is that the saying? Yes. Is it? Oh, I I was thinking, like, cherry on top. And I was like, that's definitely, like, not. But that is a saying, too. God, I just completely got in my own head. I am not as smart as Harry Mack. Um, after that, let's talk about somebody that we just recently talked about last month. It's our last night. They did a little, <gasps> little, yeah. Oh, shit. What a coincidence. Oh. That was not planned. It wasn't, really? You knew oh,
0: it. It, to give you a, 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 a brief look into how uh, lazy I've been this week, I've been wearing
2: this shirt for 48 hours. <laughs> I think this one's coming up on like 30. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> um, they did a cover of Lose Yourself. And I will say every time our last night does a cover of like a rap centric song, I tend to like it more. I don't know why that is, but it just kind of works with their cover style a lot. Mm. And this is no different. I thought it was really cool. I liked it a lot. I also liked the source song a lot because I'm I've just got nostalgia for it. so it was just a very cool little little nugget of 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 tunes for the month. I liked it a lot. Um, but moving right along Ooh. we've got Jonathan Young baby. mm he did a cover first of all we'll top of the cover. he did a cover of We are uh a, a song from one piece an anime with one piece one piece uh with the with a voice actor f- from one piece he he even oh, did like I did a, not know <laughs> he did like a tick tock where like he like him and ha- the two of them were working like to teach the voice actor how to sing like and like scream and shit it was really funny um which voice and- actor was it uh i don't think it's a brandon McInnes. i don't wow. watch one piece so i have no idea who that is but i just know that the tiktok was titled uh, i sang a, t- a one piece song with a voice actor from one piece Whaa? and like yeah so i'm not i can't remember i don't think he was a major character if i remember correctly. because i looked it up like back when it came out and i don't remember now um but i can see tyler th- looking it up very viciously i don't know how uh, to spell it but we're gonna look into it hell yeah um but yeah they did a cover of we are the english cover of the song we are from one piece the song was quite good don't don't really like follow one piece much uh but it was it was cool so neat um me burrito hell yeah the other song that jonathan young did Ooh. is another song from his upcoming album of his original work and this song is titled divided and it's it's another original song that he did with uh, Judge and Jury and all the all the people that we mentioned that he did the uh, uh, Land of the Living with and uh, this one was very good as well. I liked it a lot. Um, don't think I liked it as much as Land of the Living, but uh, I there were a lot of really cool little like runs that he did at the beginning of verses. There were some really awesome little uh, harmonies that were snuck in, kind of like loosely in the background, that I liked a lot. Uh, but overall, I, I'm just like endlessly excited about this new album from him because every song has been good. Uh, Land of the Living was really good. And this one is pretty good. So I it just my excitement will continue to build until he drops a dud, which I don't think he can do. Um, did you guys get a chance to listen to Divided by Jonathan Young?
0: Yes, um, a little bit. But I listened to it like when it came out and I don't. Don't remember <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. We'll I remember see. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I just I don't think I ever actually went back to it. Mm. So that's fair. I can't I... give a lot of input on this today. <laughs> unfortunately, I just keep. I keep coming across as, like, the shittiest Jonathan Young fan (laughs) on earth, and I apologize. (laughs) I really do like and respect the dude, and, like, every time we talk about him, I feel like it comes (laughs) off, like, I don't give a shit about him. and It's not true. I'm just terrible. I don't know.
2: It's okay. (laughs) You're cute, so that's, that. you get a plus there, you know? Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Brandon, you said you got to listen to a little bit of it. What did you think?
1: I liked it. Um, see, like, I feel like Jonathan Young really uh, comes into his own on covers. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that the record that came out, well, like, a couple months ago that he had that was all original stuff was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, like, his vocals are kind of, like, almost, like, dad rocky in a way. Um, on divided, I mean, they're not bad. Like, I'm not saying they're bad at all, but like, I don't know. I just prefer listening to it. And I'm like, it's a good song, but he kind of sounds a little dad rockish.
2: Yeah, I definitely think but. that the I made this note about the, the last single that dropped from the, the this upcoming album, The Land of the Living. Um, but they mix like the people that he's working on this with are like mixing him a lot differently, and I think he like has a very different sound, like throughout both of these singles than he does when he like is doing it all himself and i think there are pros and cons to that kind of like what you're saying um there are like moments where, like where there's like harmonies and shit i think that like it really comes through in a way that like it doesn't necessarily come through on his uh on his covers right. but i could i can see what you're saying though i do think that uh i mean we know him so well for his covers too so it's it's hard to like get out of that 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 mind space because he's he's become such a a legendary cover man um but i'm excited to see what he does next because i i did like this song a lot uh like i said not as much as the first single but i i dig this one a lot um, oh, yeah. going forward from that let's talk about boy hero y'all remember boy hero boy Hero I is that you
0: saying it a few
2: times boy yeah hero. Cause it's that, that guy that works with Nate wants to battle and boy hero is like their own band. And they like did their own like single from like an upcoming EP, I think. And the song is called fine dining and it's pretty good. Sorry. The music video is kind of funny. Kind of, kind of goof. Goofy. The lead singer's hair is odd. So that's interesting. Like, the, he, like, has, That's like... the most
0: important takeaway. <laughs> honestly.
2: It was, like, the thing that, like, caught me so much. And, like, his voice was great and the song was great, whatever. But, like, he has, like, shaved sides and, like, a very floofy top. And the floofy top is, like, a very dark brown black. And the sides are, like, red. And I'm like, whoa. What is... You have a very interesting look about you. And it, it, I kind of like it. It kind of caught me off guard. I don't know what to think about it. In the comments, let me know what you think of Boy Hero's hair. Um, so, <laughs> moving on, because I liked it. Didn't have much to say about it overall. Um, Scary Pockets. Holy shit did Scary Pockets give us a fucking month. Holy shit. Scary Pockets released a cover of Grenade featuring Walker Burroughs, which was very good. I liked it. They released a cover of Seven Nation Army by featuring Elise... And the last name starts with a T. It's cut off right now on Apple Music and my notes, so I can't see it. And then, <laughs> also released a cover of Electric Feel featuring Corey Fry, which I liked a lot because I like Electric Feel a lot. All those songs, very tasty. I listened to them a lot this month, but nothing compares to their cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And you want to know why? Because holy shit, it's a collab with Corey Henry, and I was so confused. I woke up. On that beautiful morning, and I looked at my phone, and I I'm, I scroll through the YouTube feed. And as the things go by that came out that morning while I was sleeping in like a dumbass, uh, I see Scary Pockets. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, Scary Pockets released a new video. I'll check it out. And then I also cognitively was like, oh, Corey Henry released something. I scroll back up, and I'm like, they're the same video. And so I clicked on it. And it's like a fucking like seven minute long cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. It's so groovy. Ooh, baby. I didn't think that everyone Everybody Wants to Rule the World could be funky. And it is. And I just, I can't stop listening to it. I didn't know. I like, like you all, if you've been following, I just recently discovered Scary Pockets. And I was like, this is pretty neat. Have to keep checking out on them. And then they do this. Thank you. Thank you, Scary Pockets. Thank you, Corey Henry. Because it was the collab I never knew I needed. This is the month of collabs for some reason. We've got Mark Rebillier with German supermarkets. We've got Mark Rebillier with Harry (laughs) Mack. And then we've got Corey Henry and Scary Pockets. What's going on? Yeah. And Um, we have a
0: full album of collabs that I'm going to be talking about at the end of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) But the last thing I want to talk about today in the YouTube corner. Is going to be the cover of the song Just a Dream, and it's covered by Sam Shuey, a person I haven't talked to, I talked about much on the show, Kurt Hugo Schneider, a guy that does, like, produce his music, my dogs are super pumped about this song, and <laughs> Christina Grimmy. And if you don't know who Christina Grimmy is, she was- I don't was know who a- any of
0: those people are, Kyle.
2: Christina Grimmie uh, was a YouTube music- musician quite some time ago. Very, very talented uh, vocalist. Went on to The Voice. Did really well in The Voice. Um, she's phenomenal. Um, and earlier this month was the five-year anniversary of uh, her death. And because she was unfortunately shot at a concert by what the fuck? a random dude in in the crowd. And it was a very unfortunate death. Uh, rest in peace, Christina Grimmie. But the five-year anniversary of it was this month. And... To celebrate it, Sam Shuey and Kurt Hugo Schneider took her vocals from their cover of Just a Dream from, like, 10 years ago and then, like, rearranged it and created this beautiful piece. It is gorgeous. It sounds so fucking good. And, like, the original is really good. And then this is also really good. And just, damn, dude. Like, I just wanted to... Because I haven't ever really mentioned Kurt Hugo Schneider. But uh, his, his arrangement of this piece with Christina Grimmie is super fucking good. Uh, check it out. Uh, a little bit of a somber note to end on, but this was a fucking month for the YouTube corner, baby. So many banging singles. Mmm. But thank you so much for coming to the corner. It's been Kyle's YouTube corner. Goodbye.
0: What are, what are we going to do for the outro today? Because I don't remember what we did last time that I think I said that you had to do every time now. Um. I don't remember either. Let's, uh... Give us your best attempt at unclean vocals, because I think you harmonized last time, so we're going to do the opposite of that.
2: Oh, yeah, I did harmonize. You had me, like, try to harmonize with myself.
0: Yeah. Which was beautiful, um, by the way. It was, I, <laughs> I put it together. Oh, it, it, was I was like, it was, holy shit, this guy actually can do that. I, That's, I couldn't believe wow. I
2: did it. I tell you what, this this unclean one is not going to be as good. Um,
0: <clears throat> I believe in you. All right. Uh, Just don't destroy your go. vocal cords. I don't I'm know how gonna. to do it safely, so just uh, I don't either.
2: Help me, just, Andy. Just make sure Please. make
1: sure you use your belly. <laughs> your diaphragm.
2: Uh what's something I can even say? I don't even know. Uh, uh say can... we- Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets, your pack. <laughs> yes, sure. yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> DGD collab <laughs> Wendy's Oh, it's already terrible. I'm gonna give up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thank you. I said Wendy's, so there you go. <laughs> ah, <coughs> that was it for YouTube corner. Not as exciting as the ending last time, but hey, you know what? You win some, you lose some. Goodbye. It was, woo! It's over. Woo! woo.
0: Well, you know what that means? The door Whoa. that exits the corner leads directly into the gentleman's club. And that's where we're going right now. With Brennan. Mr. Sickums oh, himself. Mr.
1: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Gentlemen's Club. Of course, we have two more very worthy contestants. Of course, another couple songs that could have fought for the title, but these two are the two definitive best. First up, we have probably one of the godfathers of Gent in his alter ego. Known as Bulb, and that is Misha Mansour with the first single he released this month called Echo Twofold. I don't know exactly how he's trying to pronounce it. And I know that's wrong. So, Echo Tuffle. (laughs) So, (laughs) definitely has more of like, in my opinion, is a little bit more of like a lo-fi vibe. Uh, Definitely like some really odd time signature stuff um really changes it up like it, it's not it's not like your typical gen song but it's also your typical gen song and the fact that like you know different things are going on but even in that right it's a little different a little more chill you know it does have a pretty nice like little tappy tappy solo you know that i fucked with gotta love those tappy tappy solos oh dude the tappies <laughs> what's a gen the song tappies. without some tappy tappy solos happening it's like so <laughs> like, you know he records the whole song and he's like you know what this song needs this song needs some fucking tappies. Starts fucking <laughs> <Some> <laughs> ripping good it old up. tappies in there. Like oh, to ripping it up!
2: They were, they were in the studio and they're like, "Hey, I think this song's missing something. What? Get your tappies in here. We need some tappies. We need to." Just, <laughs> oh shit, the tappies! Shit, we forgot the tappies! And then you they just they went. bust open
0: a big old heckin' bag of tappies, sprinkle <laughs> them all over this song.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's. <sighs> I, I, I pray to Jesus so that that's what happened in the studio, because <laughs> that would be absolutely epic. But, that is our first contestant. Do we get to listen to a clip? Of course. Let's check it out here.
0: What a cool song. Wow. Hell yeah.
1: That shit absolutely slaps. Check it out. Echo Tuffle by Bulb. A.K.A. Misha Mansour. So, our next contestant. A song that I hadn't really heard since today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From a band that's relatively new to the scene. I mean, well, the first thing came out in, what, 2016 or so? Something like that?
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't remember exactly how but long they've been around.
1: They're yeah. not too well known, but hopefully, hopefully we bring them some notoriety. <laughs> some fame i think the single is definitely worthy of such the song is called oasis and it's by a band called their dogs were astronauts let's take a listen <laughs>
0: oh that was really cool kyle
2: thanks
0: That's how oh that my song God. made me feel okay. i felt the vibes
2: in my soul and it just made me do interpretive dance with my headset it was beautiful
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh oasis this song definitely has a little bit more of like a like a jammy vibe uh it's definitely not lo-fi or not like chill like you know my man bulb it i don't know it's it's catchy it's soothing it has like it's like ambiance and atmosphere and, you know, it still has like a driving element to it all in one. Um, I really fucks with it. So, hell yeah. Yeah. The two tracks <clears throat> that are up for debate for entry into the Gentleman's Club. Tyler.
0: Oh, fuck. I have to go first? Ha. Yes. Oh, we, must shit, know, uh... <laughs> we must change it up. We must
1: change it up. The song geez. you showed me today versus a mainstay. In the gent scene, this is tough.
0: This is like actually tough. Normally, I like I have a direction I'm planning on going in when we start these. I don't actually know. Uh, I think both of these songs, because these are two very different songs, and they offer very different things. Um, on the one hand, uh, Tuffle McGuffle has like <laughs> some really wild like time signature shit that's just like. It kind of blows my mind because I'm not like, I don't know how to do music. So, like, when it goes into these like crazy, weird time signature things that like I can't, I can barely process, like, it's really cool. Um, and like, I have so much respect for like the craft that like went into having to make that song. Um, and then on the other end, we have Oasis, which is while probably not as, like, technical as the other song, um, it really just gives me, like, real, like, chill, fun summertime vibes, and I've just really been, I've really been feeling it all month since they dropped it. Um, so, because, like, here's my thing, right? It's, like, personal taste-wise, I'm leaning toward Oasis, but, like, from like an objective technical standpoint I'm leaning toward the bulb song which is why I didn't want to go first but I guess <laughs> you know what J- since I'm the one who wanted the their dogs Were astronauts song to be in the uh, the fight today I'm going to I'm going to say I vote for that one because I wanted it here, so i'm gonna pick i'm gonna
1: pick oasis <laughs> <laughs> so we're at one vote oasis, zero votes echo soft <laughs> all right <laughs> so the vote now shifts to Kyle. Where are you going at, big dude?
2: See it's funny that you said that like they do such different things. I, to me, I actually feel like they, they, like in my soul, they shook me in similar ways. Just one in like, they had like a very similar vibe, but then took like different routes for it. I feel like, and with, with, with Oasis, it was very like, kind of like you said, like the summertime vibe, very chill. Like I'm going to put, I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll the, roll the top down on my, on my 1982 Ford Mustang and drive along the coast and just vibe to Oasis. <laughs> And, but with uh, Mr. Tufels McBalb over here,
1: I, I thought, I thought that I really liked Tufels McBalb. Uh, it's kind of what I want to call him now. Oh my God. They, They went,
2: they, they kind of took this like chill instrumental thing and then like, implemented these time signatures like you said like a very technical standpoint like went so hard like but like it also has this kind of chill vibe to it like this lo-fi thing like you were saying too brennan like and it's tough because like for me i have two different like moods in my life where i like listening to both of these kinds of things so like to me it's it's this is one of the closest it's been in a minute because i think the last two that we've done I've been like pretty confident one way or the other. And now this month it's it's just like I listened to one, I was like, "Fuck, yeah. This is pretty nice. I think I'm going to go with this one." And I listened to the other one, I was like, oh, "Well, oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know." So, I pff, man. Wow. Wow, I'm I'm like I'm torn. Fuck. Right? This is this is the I, toughest I, one we've <laughs> ever had. Oh yes. I yes. I think, you know, Tyler you went with with Oasis because you put it there. And as like the the uh the the resident music boy, I think I'm going to go with Tufels McGee. I think that I think while there's like a beauty in the simplicity of what Oasis does and like this very chill but like Like you're you're on a ride with it kind of thing that they do, I think, I like I think the big old tub of Tofu Butter is really, really just like takes that idea and just expands on it and still makes it effortless. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm glad that each song got a vote. I was hoping I was hoping that there would not be a shutout (laughs) for these two.
2: I think it deserves it. I think this is one of the hardest months we've had. Mm -hmm. And I might have said that in the past, but I was just trying to be nice. This one's actually tough. (laughs) (laughs) What do you
1: think, Brandon? This one's going to come down to you. So we are at one vote apiece. Man, this one... (sighs) So... The objective... Super half-assed musical nerd is leaning very heavily towards Echo Two-Full by Ball because, like I said, it's... Gent is kind of, like, guys kind of bringing different styles to a style, um, you know, with, like, intricate guitar playing, you know, some breakdowns, some chugs, but, like, also, like, bringing things that are kind of out of left field, like, from other genres. And, like like the time signatures, like the lo-fi, the super, like, you know, almost at times it seems like, like there's an absence of music and like to me, it's definitely more of like, I don't I don't want to say thoughtful, but it is more like thought provoking in my, like for me with Echo Tuffle, Toyful, Tuffle, Tuffle, whatever. And then we get to Oasis and, Oasis is a song that I want to play like with the windows down, like driving down a highway, or you know later on we're at the fighting game tournament, like you know we're out like playing like I don't know if they have like fucking frisbee golf or whatever there. Like it's something I listen to like yeah, like like out and about, you know like I'm outside doing shit. Let's play some Oasis like like to me like I definitely vibe with Oasis more, but objectively I feel like Echo Tuffle is like you know the superior song. I'm gonna give it to my man Bulb.
2: Hell yeah, as yeah baby! As tough as it is,
0: it's just—it's <laughs> uh, the right choice. I think. I think it is objectively yeah. the better
1: song. Because, because, uh, like to me, like I feel like Oasis like slaps a little more. Like just like it just hits me a little bit more. But then like like Echo t- Tuffle Tuffle whatever is just like <laughs> Tuffle <laughs> <laughs> Echo Tuffle is just like in an actual like musical theory sense, like just right. superior. So the final vote two to one as close as it can possibly get with three guys. <laughs> so <laughs> another another tough month in the books for the gentleman's club. Echo toyful, tough old, full, whatever has gained membership into the gentleman's club. Congratulations, Mr. Twofold to McBulb. Round of applause, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Good job, I... Misha Bulbman. You've made it. I, I don't <laughs> know if you've already made it before, but you're in it now if you haven't. Twofold
1: so. McBulb. I don't think...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he hasn't. I feel like we haven't done one. I don't,
2: think so.
1: I don't no, think so. No, no, no. He, I, had, I, he I... had one that came out like a couple months ago, but I actually didn't like it. It was, yeah, it was like, last month. Parabolica? And
0: it was... Yeah, it was... I think it came out last month and it was like eh.
2: so. This one fucking hits. And I will say there's a time and place for both, I feel like. Like yeah. I said, there's t- I have yeah, two moods sure. and like there's time for both. And I think just in general, there's a place for both. But objectively, when you... I mean, the fact that we had to come down to like this objective thought thing for this month was actually like different than most times. I, I felt like a- an album review moment there for a moment. We we're like, who? objectively, I don't know. And wow, that was the yeah. most serious <laughs> <I think> we <laughs> like got. A power
1: ranking over here. <laughs> dance Gavin, dance, what's up? Oh, yeah. cool oh yeah but that's well, it. i guess that means the that
0: uh, we're on to the final segment no segue here this time we ran out uh the straight segue store it. is empty yeah. but we are now here the final segment it's picks of the month Whoa. The, the part oh, of the show God. where we Dude. list off our personal favorite single and album release of the month uh the month was june of 2021 that is the month that just happened that is the month we've been talking about this whole time. That is the month we're going to continue talking about. Kyle. Yeah. I would like you to go first. Okay. Give us your single and album of the month.
2: I'll tell you what. This month I am going to start with my album because it's a bit easier for me. Because this this was a this was a single packed fucking time, um, of a month. And I had a couple albums come out, one that I didn't even include on my playlist by Maroon 5. They released a new album, and I have never been so middle of the road on a work of music in my life. Uh, It was Maroon 5, so it sounded good, but I don't remember a single moment from it. I like Maroon 5. I know that's a it's a, it's a contested idea. I saw your little face. Ty. I saw mm-hmm. I saw you I saw you feel. Uh, Maroon Five's just been a band I've always enjoyed from my childhood, so I like to try to keep up with them. And uh, and the album was not bad. The album was not good. It exists, and Much thus like
0: everything Maroon Five
1: has ever put
2: out. Hey, <laughs> their first couple albums were.
1: Tasty. So is it songs about Jane or whatever? Yeah, that, that one. The album fucking slaps, dude.
2: And then uh, this makes me wonder from the that next album they did that I can't remember the name of that I just always hear in my head and also at every Giant Eagle ever. I don't know, but um, so there was that album. I didn't put any of it on my playlist because there I was listening to the whole thing in the car and I was just like, I don't care to put any of this on my playlist. And it, but if it came up in shuffle, I wouldn't skip it. I just don't care. Um, So that was unfortunate. Then there were two other albums that came out this month. One was by the Sweet Fluffy marshmallow DJ EDM Extraordinaire. And by Michael League, creator of Snarky Puppy, my favorite band of all time. I wonder which one you're going to pick. See, that's (laughs) the interesting part. If you recall... In months past, Michael League released like two singles from this album, and I was not that hot on them, actually. Mm. Um, It's a very different style than what I'm used to from him. They're very, uh... Brennan, you mentioned uh, thought-provoking. I think this is thought-provoking on steroids. The music videos (laughs) were also just an acid trip, and um, it was a wild album. Uh, but I will say, once the full album came out, I actually liked like almost every song on the album more than I liked the singles that came out, which is like best-case scenario if you don't like singles that come out ahead of an album. So I did enjoy that one a lot. So we're tabling that one for now. Marshmallow, on the other hand. This man. I know I don't talk about EDM music a lot on the show um, because I don't listen to it a lot. But a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away a brother and a sister kissed, but then I listened to Marshmallow. <laughs> like that quick Star Wars reference. Uh, I <laughs> I, uh, I listened to Marshmallow a very long time ago, like one of his first albums he ever dropped. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very unique take on the EDM genre. I do think that every time he makes something, and the reason why I always do come back to him, is I feel like he just has a very unique way of creating like, these buildups to like these big bass drop moments and like these very unique beat structures. He's very, uh, very like, like you said, Brennan, thought provoking in the way that, uh, he like creates these beats and buildups. And it's very cool. Um, and I, I really like this album from him a lot. Um, I thought it was just, there were like every single song that came on was good. And like, there were some features on it that I didn't really care for. Because I don't really, like, care for Megan Thee Stallion and people like that. But, like, overall, like, the beats and the quality of, like, the music that was being put out, as far as EDM goes, was, like, top fucking tier. Like, holy shit. Which is why. Actually surprising. Because, from from what Tyler said, I'm actually going to pick Marshmello's album as my album of the month. Which I believe is called Shockwave. But enough talk about Marshmello. Because uh, I think he's great. But... I had a lot of banger singles that came out this month. Um, I mentioned some before, uh, like how I mentioned Divided by Jonathan Young. I liked it a lot. Um, another thing that came out this month was Rally Richie, the man, the myth, the legend, released a single called I'm Not Okay, But I Know I'm Going to Be. And that song was very heartfelt. I liked it a lot. I felt like it was kind of like a, a little like gateway into the soul. As I feel like all of his music is. But, like, this one really was, like, a very uh, vulnerable kind of feel to it. Yeah, um, for sure. I also could have added this in YouTube Corner because I, I actually do want to talk about the music video for it. I don't know if you got to watch it, Tyler.
0: No, I, um, didn't, I didn't know there was a music video. I just listened uh, to the single.
2: So, do you recall the whenever he was releasing the songs for Andy, he'd have, like, some songs, like, uh, I think it was for, like, Boy. He had the like really weird animation stuff around his own face in the youtube video oh yeah yeah so this was kind of like that where it was all like hand-drawn animations of like things like spiraling around his head and like going in his mouth and like coming out of his ears and like it was a very it was all like sketch like and it was just really cool i just love this like minimal hand-drawn like small edit style that like is just very unique i love the way he does like these like it's it's either that or he goes all in with like time in a tree and shit and has like the really cool fucking elevator thing that he does um but the video aside the song it's very beautiful i love it a lot i've been jamming to it a lot uh the other single that i have in contention if you couldn't guess was everybody wants to rule the world by scary pockets featuring cory henry because as i said before i've been gushing about that fucking collab and much like tyler up until this moment. I have not really decided (laughs) what single I'm going to pick. As much as I like Divided, I didn't like it as much as the last single. So I think I'm going to kick it out of the running. So that leaves me with "Rally Richie" and Corey Henry slash Scary Pockets. And they both could easily be my single of the month. But I think the shock factor in the fact that Scary Pockets and Corey Henry did a song together... Uh, I think I'm going to give that the edge in my single of the month. Um, but it's really fucking close. Cause I love like, like all of my favorite musicians released music this month. Like what the fuck? And then on top of that, if they didn't, they announced they're releasing stuff next month, which we'll get to later. But I'm very excited about music right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Corey Henry featuring, uh, oh, scary pockets featuring Corey Henry. Sorry. Uh, it's fucking banger. Please check it out if you haven't. And Shockwave by Marshmallow. That's mine. Boom. Cool. They're my picks. It's a little long-winded, but it's been, it's a long-winded <laughs> month in music. So, uh, I really... Man. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Tyler, what were your picks? Let's fuck what up fuck? this whole thing. Let's Whoa, fuck it all up. This order. I've Hell
0: never yeah. not gone last before. This feels I know. wrong. Oh, you picked I... me,
2: and now oh, I'll pick you, it. bitch.
0: I guess. Sure. Oh, it? Why not? <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll do album first because like I only had one album that came out this month. Um, and it was Subjects by Scale the Summit. Um, I didn't know that the full album actually came out until the beginning of this week because uh, I had heard one of the singles. And apparently, there were two other singles that dropped this month and then a full album. So <laughs> I was a little behind. But the cool thing is so, for those who don't know, Scale the Summit is like an instrumental, like, gent band. Uh, they don't have vocals, they just make, like, crazy. Uh, Tappy Taps, as we were as we were saying earlier, have some Tappies. really like surreal, crazy shit that they have put out over the years. Uh, and then this album, they every single song on the album has vocals, and every single song has a different guest vocalist, uh, featuring some people such as uh, Courtney Laplante from Spirit Box. I still Plans. don't know how to pronounce her name, <laughs> but whatever and uh the guy from the reign of Kindo, <laughs> which is really random uh and like a bunch of other people from other bands a lot of which i haven't heard of or like solo project people but like some really banging tracks on there holy uh, shit yeah specifically the uh the the one with the guy from reign of Kindo. it's called jackhammer ballet i really dug that one that was the first single that dropped that i heard and i was like this is crazy and I was gonna talk about it in the singles, but now it's part of an album. Um,
1: so there's
0: just there's a lot of really banging tunes on there. I've only listened to the album one time so far, but I plan on going back and listening to it a lot more because there's a lot to unpack there, uh, a lot of crazy shit in there. If you haven't checked it out, uh, I would recommend it. It's a good time. Uh, Kyle, did you did you like any songs from it? You...
2: I fucking adored that album. Actually, <laughs> nice. I, I, I I grabbed a couple tunes today. From it, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I'm absolutely going back to listen to the whole thing. I started out with Form and Finite, the very first song, and my fucking socks were off and rocked like who knows. Mm-hmm. It was absurd. And <laughs> Have I Have you ever could... listened to Skill the Summit before? No.
0: <laughs> I would I would recommend going back and listening to some of their instrumental stuff too, because it's very crazy. It's like <laughs> I, I,
2: I It's am- like
0: Polyphia if they were like instead of being like in your face and like aggressive. If it was more of, like, sitting on a mountain waiting for a monk to, like, teach you things. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's very scale the Summit, I guess. Uh- yeah,
2: no, I was just, like, I remember you were, like, oh, check out the Scale of Summit album. I was, like, okay. And I was, like, today while I was getting ready to record, I was just, like, oh, I'll listen to a couple tunes from it. And it started, and I was like, I don't know if I've ever heard of skeleton. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was just so pumped. I really had a good old time. Uh, I really liked Form and Finite, but I liked a couple tunes from it. Also, don't mind me. I liked a lot. That was another one I I made a note of because it went. It made me go ooh. And so i made a note of <laughs> sure yeah. I said it. So, but yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna go back and check out more and listen to this whole album and possibly my merch because it's it was very good. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> it's a good time. A
0: uh, as far as singles go, I had, my entire month was just singles. Uh, and there's a lot of good ones. And I really don't know what I'm gonna pick. Obviously, Blood and Water, Remembrance May Fire, we've already talked about that. Um, it was very good. I don't think I'm gonna pick it. But, obviously, it was a really good one. Um, Hot Milk put out one that was okay. Mimi at the Altar put out one that was okay. Uh, the Main released one. Their album comes out next month. I think that's the last single they're putting out before that happens. Uh, which I think that album's going to be better than their last one. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Obviously, the Idola single came out the other day. And that was just tasty as hell.
2: It was so good. Oh,
0: and I'm, like, tempted so to pick it. Um, oh, and the home team released another single too, and they got my single of the month last month, and they put out another song. I'm assuming they're putting out an album soon, and good oh, lord, that was also very good, I really and I really like want to pick one. that one also, but I don't think I'm going to. I think, oh shit, and Between You and Me put out Supervillain, and it sounds nothing like their first album, but like I still really like it, and that was really good too. There are too many good singles. Listen to all of these singles, please. They're all very good. I think the one I'm going to go with, though, because uh, my girlfriend and I have been jamming this one together all month, uh, and it's been stuck in my head all month, is Better Than Heaven by A Story Told, because that's just a bop. It's a really good time. It's very... (laughs) it's, it's very unique sounding (laughs) and, uh, they do some like weird vocal shit in it and like some Mm. hits some weird high notes and stuff. And I don't know, it's just, it's a really fun song. And I think, uh, I think that one is like stuck with me more just because I've, I've listened to it more and we've like been jamming to it together, uh, more so than like any of the other songs. Uh, so yeah, I think I think it makes the most sense to pick that one. But honestly, any of these singles could have taken the spot. They're all very, very good. Um, Holy shit, there's just so many singles that came out this month. And that's not even, like, half the singles. You Check out my playlist in the description below if you want to listen to all of them. Check them all out, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, Brandon, I guess we're ending with you today.
1: Man, the pressure is on. So... I had a couple albums come out. Nothing that I thought is worth album of the month. Ooh, so I'm going to throw a little bit of a change up. I'm going to make, instead of picking an album and a single, I'm going to pick two singles that I think absolutely fucking slapped. Because I
2: had a shit
1: ton of singles.
2: Sound the breaking the rules alarm.
1: Oh, yes. I'm sitting now and
0: chairs are for standing uh, on. Uh, the uh, rules are gone. Out the window.
1: There's no rules. Kill your there's neighbor. Pur- <laughs> the, the forever the purge. purge. <laughs> we're going to have a purge. Because <laughs> some guy's breaking the rules. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, like... Alright, so there's one album that Twitter, like Metalcore scene Twitter, has is losing their mind about. It's called Replica of a Strange Love by Wrist Meets Razor. And I don't get the fucking hype for it. Ooh, it it sounds like taste. they recorded it in a tin can. I mean, it's just... It's, Shit. That's Shit. Oh, I man. just threw it in my playlist as a troll. Um, Hot damn. The one album I really actually enjoyed was from Loveless. It's definitely not a core album. I mean, the dude is very, like, awesome singing and like his voice is incredible. And then he has like, you know, a feature with Kellen Quinn from sleeping with sirens. I mean, good record, but definitely not worth album of the month. I don't think. Uh, Still good though. I'd recommend it. You know, if you want to listen to some shit and then the perennial underperformers, like let's build up some height and then not deliver whatsoever. And that's Beartooth. Fuck them. All right. Oh, shit. That album came out. (sighs) It's like (laughs) like, if I could take the best songs, because like every album has like two or three, maybe four, if you're talking about disgusting songs that I would actually like enjoy listening to. And this album is absolutely no different. There's only like one or two songs I would actually listen to, like, outside of having to listen to it for this episode. And like if I could take like the best songs from each album, like the best two songs from each album, because there's only two songs from each album that are good. Like it's a disgusting, I think it's like four. And make an album out of that, Beartooth would have the greatest album of all time. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> generous, the but... the fact that <laughs> Uh, I mean maybe not with all time but like maybe maybe in the scene it would definitely be like S tier it would be but, a
0: good album as opposed to a very bad album see,
1: they, have, they have some good songs I an mean, album yeah, but, I
0: care
2: about checking out
1: but like the analogy I made before it, I'm wading through this ocean of just duds alright and then every once in a while i make it to an oasis it's wonderful for like three plus minutes and then all of a sudden I gotta bounce get back in the ocean and just listen to more bullshit <laughs> and that is below by beartooth and it is yep. mixed horrendously Th- this album like there is zero bass and then like there's like random parts that have bass and i'm like why can't we do this for the entirety of the album like well like, they it'll can't be like
0: make good songs for the entirety of the album it's just their style they're inconsistent
1: know, like, <laughs> yeah well like 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 uh like i have like you know like sound systems like subs and shit and it's like they don't even like they don't even trigger like what like time like i was like i tried listening to this wow. in like different mediums and like mm. i have a soundbar and a subwoofer in my living room and i tried listening to it on that and like the sub like didn't even like they didn't have anything that was low enough register for my sub to like pick up that's kind of wild and it's like did you do this on purpose like did something happen to your basis like what the fuck like but yeah the, it, if you enjoy pain listen to bear tooth <laughs> but wow! <laughs> enough about enough about nice. shitty bands and mediocre albums. Hell yeah! I, I had a metric shit ton of singles, straight up. Like, uh, there's a band called Sleep Token. They released a song called Alkaline, and Sleep Token is a band that I often refer to as one trick ponies because all of their songs sound the same. Like it'll be like a piano part, the guy like having a beautiful voice, and like a breakdown. Like that's literally it. But this song, Alkaline, actually changed it up. They had like some riffs and like you know the song was like structured differently the most, and it was good. Uh, Lotus Eater had a song called Obliter- "Obliterate" featuring Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. That's a slapper. Ooh. Bullet for my fucking Valentine. Actually released a good song called Knives. Like it's actually like heavy as fuck. Like I missed that one. It's their best shit since like Scream Aim Fire and like before that you got like Tears Don't Fall. Like wow, oh my gosh. And then of course Memphis May Fire going back to their old shit. Uh, a band called Structures had like an eight-year hiatus and came back with a song called Planet of Garbage, which if you like open-note chugs, check that shit out. Um, Rise Records finally decided to do something with Idola after like Twitter basically like bashed him over the head with lack of Idola stuff. And it slaps. Straight up. But my top two singles. One of these might be one of the most impressive unclean vocal performances I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's a band called Lorna Shore. It is deathcore as fuck. So if you don't like gutturals and pig squeals and you know guitars that make you think that the world's on fire, uh, definitely not for you. But they, I guess, got rid of a pedophile allegedly uh, vocalist and got this new guy named Will Ramos. 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 Sorry, I probably butchered that guy. But in like, like just. Now, granted, there's a lot of editing, like, there's a lot of layers, like, you know, like, it'll sound like one guy screaming high and one guy screaming low kind of shit. Um, but, like, it, it's, I mean, even without the editing, like, just, like, the amount of, like, talent this dude has, like, oh, my God, like, I need to see this fucking dude live. But, I mean, and then the ending breakdown is, like, one of the most disgusting things. I've ever heard. I've been saying this for like months. Seems like every month like a new like most disgusting thing ever comes out. So that's good. Everyone's trying to outdo each other. Like the dude like it's it's like it's like pig squeals but he's like building up for it. Like I really don't know how to put it. Like it's just fucking gnarly. So To the Hellfire by Lorna Shore. Check that shit out. Now my number one single of the month because fucking album is Contraband by Make Them Suffer. That was a really good song. This song fucking slaps. Like, make them suffer. Like, they came out with an album last year called uh, How to Survive a Funeral. And it was incredible. It's just ten songs of, like, bouncy, fucking, like, groovy, like, metal slash deathcore kind of deal. I mean, even before that, like, the year before that, they had a single called Hollowed Heart. That was, like, one of my top singles of the year. Like this year, they're coming out with Contraband, so like they're vying again for like top music of the year for me. I mean, chorus absolutely just catchy as fuck, like, hits, like, touches all my buttons. And then, like, the screaming parts, I mean, like, the riffs, it's all bouncy and groovy. Of course, they have an obligatory Courtney Laplante feature that pretty much every band is shooting for nowadays. Yeah. I guess so. Jeez. I guess. I mean, she's had <laughs> so many vocal features in the last couple uh, of months. It's insane. Because, I mean, Spirit Box is the hottest band in the world right now. They so. really are. I guess. I mean, it, it, Courtney LaPlante, she, she even fucking slapped in the song. Like, it, and then the ending breakdown is just brutality. I mean, not Lorna Shore level, but like, you know, for a band like this, I mean, just fucking S tier. So, my top single of the month, Contraband. Featuring Courtney LaPlante by Make Them Suffer. And then 1A goes to To the Hellfire by Lorna Shore. Nice. And then top top album, nothing was that good. So, yeah. Damn. Did that one blank, baby. Woo! Wow. Did
0: that shit blank. Well, that does it. We've reached the end of another riveting episode this month in music. Uh, if you like what you heard, go ahead and... Tickle that little like button and just give us a little thumbs up to let us know that you liked it. And if you didn't like it, just leave and don't do anything. Uh, Also, make sure to check out our playlist in the description below so you can hear all the singles and albums that we talked about today and more. Um, And, of course, leave a comment down below to let us know if we missed anything, if there's any singles or albums that came out that you really enjoyed that you want us to check out. Um, We're always down. You Discover New Tunes. That's why we do this podcast. Um, and also, I guess, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already uh, yeah. to the Talks A Lot Boys. We do this show every month. We do album reviews. We are only one album review away from finishing up the DGD journey. Um, wow. And then we're going to be moving on to our top 10 DGD songs of all time immediately following that. So you definitely want to make sure that you are going to be notified when that comes out because those are the only videos anyone's ever asked us for so uh you definitely want to be there for it, it. Is. um
2: i don't have anything else to say i don't think yeah. i mean yeah. do you, i'm assuming you guys don't have anything coming out soon that you're excited oh, about
0: oh uh, i always forget to do this
2: no i have yeah
0: i know the main album comes out next month and a story told album comes out next month and that's all <laughs> i know about but there might be more so I'll be talking about those in the next episode. Nice. I'm sure.
1: Brandon, you got anything, bud? Oh fuck. I hate I hate this part. But it's <laughs> 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 like I, like I always like like on Twitter I always see like, oh my gosh, this is coming out soon, guys. Fucking yeah. And then like when we actually record, I totally forget. But I do <laughs> know there's a couple things coming out next month that hopefully will be my albums of the month. Ooh, hopefully ooh, they're mysterious. worth it. So We'll see, yeah. but there, there should be some good shit coming out next month. Hell yeah. I only brought this segment
2: up because I actually made a list this month because I'm, like you, usually don't remember anything in the moment, <laughs> and I've oh, been I looking totally at forgot. the list <laughs> off to the side. Uh, it's mainly because today uh, I was watching a Patreon video from the sweet old Super Mega Boys, and they announced their album is nearly done. You're oh, making, making an a, album? A whole album of tunes. Wow. And is, they it said, gonna have, is it going to have a brand new shirt on it? I am assuming that's I'm probably sold gonna be. Then. A,
0: it's gonna be my album of the month hands down if it's coming out next month if, uh,
2: if I don't i I was gonna say I don't know if the album comes out next month. they said for sure a single is coming out soon with a music uh, video that they're very excited about um, okay. so it sounds like maybe the album isn't like next month, but like we're definitely getting new music very soon probably next month with a music video that's probably gonna be really funny because that's just what they do um but yeah, they've been like putting out little clips of them recording in the studio like, for this new album, and it, it's pretty... It, it's gonna be a funny album. It's gonna be a nice little comedy, haha, funny music album, and I'm gonna like it. Um... The only other things I got is Corey Henry announced he's got an instrumental album coming out soon, so that man's just pumping shit out right now, which is... Uh, w- if you remember, when I first brought him up on the show, I was like, damn, Corey Henry doesn't make any music. What the fuck? And now he just, he just keeps releasing music and proving me wrong, which That's- I like that I'm wrong. Um... And the only other thing is that you Might remember a band I fucking mentioned a long time ago, TWRP, Tupperware, Remix Party, Twerp. Oh boy, their lead guitarist, Lord Phobos, is releasing an EP of guitar instrumental tunes that he wrote next month. Uh, actually, I think in two days. I know it's really early in the month. It's a single-digit day in July, so Don't. excited for that. So I'm going to have a good old fuck ton of things. Yeah, and it's any of the rain music will be coming back because he went on a hiatus after the Sinnoh thing. So I think he'll be back. And so I'm excited for new that. God, I got things. I got so many things. Jesus. We thought June was fat. July?
1: Thick.
0: And then uh, hopefully August will be light so that when we get ass fucked in September with new music, we can just sort of deal with that.
2: (laughs) We're just, we're just Why is it that every time
0: someone releases a fucking album that we want to do a review of, it always comes out on September seventeenth? Like know. idola I'm happy you're releasing music, but Christ, you could have picked any other day of
1: the year. <laughs> Literally well, think, any other. I day think Rise year. Records, because because like they're releasing on that day, Spiritbox releasing on the day, also with Rise Records. Yeah, and then Don Broco, like, where they're Don not Broco, on Rise, yeah. but no. Nah. But yeah, so we're going to have three albums, like, bang, 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 like, right Yo. there that we're going to want to listen to. The so, first 3P uh, Don't expect
0: those reviews to come out, like, on the day. It's oh, going to no. take me a minute <laughs> to oh, do yeah. the reviews. Oh, yeah. We might end up just splitting the editing three ways. I was ways. about to say, we might just split it. Do. But even recording those is going to be a fucking day. Yeah. Like, a whole yeah. entire day of yeah. recording. So uh, we're gonna try our best to get those out for y'all, but man, that's gonna be some work.
1: It's gonna be a struggle, so, bus right there.
0: Yeah. But that's it.
2: That's it.
1: That's so all
0: it we're done now. We've been the talk slot boys. We'll talk a whole lot more next time. I'll have a better outro next time too. That's <laughs> less jumbled together. But that's cool. Bye. Woo. <laughs>